Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Yeah, not too bad this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You have you have had some challenges about this week with I have. A I have misunderstandings yeah. with Yeah, and I think the challenges have more come from from my reactions, which is something I need to potentially develop. Yep. Um and my communication skills I need to develop to I guess enhance that experience when I when I do find I think these it's, challenges. It's always, it's always difficult when you're dealing with somebody that they they do understand and get on the same page. Absolutely. And there's so many different forms of communication these days that it is really difficult for people to understand your tone of voice Yes, when yep. you're communicating when it's not necessarily in person or via phone. So that's definitely a skill that I need to enhance and develop again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's something It's something that all, all people in business and mm. photographers all need to have that skill set mm-hmm. to be able to be effective communicators. And mm. so in this episode, we're actually going to talk about effective communication for photographers. Fantastic. Something I really need at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it because, like I said, too many people actually, you know, go into business and they, they do a lot of time, spend a lot of time doing, you know, their branding and mm. getting their mm. equipment and putting their skill sets together. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it all falls apart because they don't effectively communicate with their client. Yeah, and effective communication can be as simple as just detailing what you're doing and how you're doing it if it affects other people involved in whatever project it is. And also just supplying the details that everybody needs to do their job and their role correctly. That's right. It's it's like giving people a roadmap, it really. Is. Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're giving a map showing where things are located so people yep. can find these things. Yeah. And like I said, with the photography, there's so many layers as a business. There is. And we've talked about it before, but photography is a people business. It is. So that's why communication in photography is so important. Yeah. Because you're dealing with people and and if you misunderstand Mm -hmm. what what they're wanting from you as a photographer, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to deliver. Yeah. And I'm also realising that unfortunately... A lot of the communication that I provide that is written forms of communication, whether it be a contract, whether it be guidelines, whether it be information for shoots, it potentially is better delivered if I do that in a phone call as well as in yes. writing. Yes, and I was just going to say to you a bit, all levels of communication should be multi, multi-channel. multi mm, So, mm. You, you know, initially there can be some correspondence via email or text. Mm-hmm. But as we both know, email and text can be taken out of context. Mm. And with email and text too, sometimes, you know, if you're especially text messages, you're not going to sit there and write a, you know, a, a war and peace style novel. Mm. It's kind of sometimes people are very good at just doing dot points. So it's kind of da 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 da. That mm. can come across as being a little bit blunt and a little bit yes um, too assertive and you need to be yes. assertive in your language but you've got to be you got to get that balance yeah. right yeah and i think from my personal experience recently i've recognized that i have become too blunt yep um, and not personal enough with my communication whether it be with clients or whether it be with vendors that are that are working on things with me and so i need to adjust that yes and look yeah. 
So it's always got to do, like I said, to back it up. So, you, you know, if you do have that um, written mm-hmm. instruction via email, mm-hmm. to pick up the phone and then basically read through the email mm-hmm. with the client to mm-hmm. say, okay, so we're doing, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm providing, mm-hmm. these are some of my terms and conditions, are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that my, the photos that I take, I'm retaining the copyright of these photos? Mm-hmm. So if you need to share them with other people, you need to that needs to be cleared by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, these type of things you need to spell out yeah. at the front end. Yes. It's too late after the horse has bolted. Um, exactly. You know? Exactly. And in retrospect, I've definitely had some instances like that, especially in my earlier career, where I didn't outline things correctly or at the point of time. So I've realised that I need to take a step back yep. and I need to refine my communication within my business. I need to strengthen it yes. and I need to do it in a way that puts my best foot forward, not my worst. Yes. So it's been the few, the, the past few weeks have been actually quite tough in that respect because it's very difficult not to take those things personally into heart. Oh, look, exactly. When, when things don't go right in business and, mm. and, and you, you feel like you've been taken advantage of because people have not followed what you wish them to do, mm. that it is, it does become personal. It does yeah. feel quite personal. So it, is, it yeah. is quite hard sometimes to move forward from that. Yeah. And I think the really important part about those particular instances where there has been a misunderstanding is to take responsibility for your part in it. And I definitely have been able to identify that I may have done the wrong thing yep. or I may not have provided the right information or I may have not had the right communication from the get-go or the right kind of communication. So I think that that to me has been a really important journey and lesson to learn. Yep. Um, So I can can say from, you know, the get-go, having been in business for myself for over mm -hmm. 36 years, that it's definitely when the communication breaks down, it's not one person's fault. Mm. It's both parties are at fault because, Mm. you know, as, as you're the business person, you haven't, made sure that person has understood. So exactly. that's yep. so they know what they know mm-hmm. and, and what they believe they know. Mm-hmm. So you can't blame them saying, oh, why didn't they just read all this stuff? They just, you know, duh. You know what? Some of that stuff is so boring to that's read. Right. I absolutely get and, it. And some of it, some of it you need to break it down because some of mm. it is going to have a relevance on how they might share those images mm-hmm. and you want to control that. So mm. you might you might do that. And it's not because like those particular things going on to the image sharing thing, they're not because we want to be big bad people. We just want to make sure that the things are being given out correctly. Yeah, look, when you with the big brands, what they do with the big brands, so sometimes a brand will let you use their brand on some of your marketing material. Mm. But a lot of the big brands are very pedantic about that you use the correct colour for their logo. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It, has to, it has to be the right colour. Yes. You know, because... If you put a Coca-Cola tin and it's pink, Coca-Cola's not pink, it's, yeah. it's a red. Yeah. So so sometimes you'll get permission to use stuff from yes. a major corporation, but it'll come with a lot of covenants to say it needs to be this colour, yeah. it needs to be printed at this resolution. Yeah. Because again, they're protecting their brand. They don't exactly. want they don't want you to print off something that looks really dodgy that you yeah. printed it on you know, three three pixels to the inch or something. That's right. And it's just going to look terrible. That's right. And you know what? We hate being the bad guy. We hate having to have these conversations. Like it, they, to me, they they are so unnecessary, but necessary. It's a necessary evil. Yep. And I guess 
when we're talking about effective communication, that's how we can benefit from it. So potentially you're building a relationship rather than ruining it. Yes, yes. And, and that can be really tough. Yep. And look, a successful communication is really achieved when both parties are listening mm-hmm. and understanding each other. Mm. So that's a successful communication. Both people go away, mm. both understanding each other, knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And look, some of those things too that when you, I mean, like I said, it's it's always... Yeah, you know, we've been doing the COVID thing means we've been doing a lot of remote stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's always good then at some point, especially, you know, if you're the clients, of, you know, for a wedding, is to have that face-to-face yeah. conversation. Yeah. And there's a couple of really key things that come up in communication. And one is active listening. Mm-hmm. So you really have to listen to what the client is telling you. And mm. I was saying to you off air, one of my big P's is you go into – somewhere to buy something and you explain what you want mm-hmm. and the salesperson brings out something that 50% resembles what you want mm-hmm. when you've given them specific kind of things. I want this, this, this mm-hmm. because you're asking for that for a reason because mm-hmm. it may be a, a space that you have to put that item that you only have a certain amount of space or it may be the colour that to fit your decor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the salesperson didn't listen that you said, I need a white ta- coffee table mm. and it needs to be no bigger than 600 by 600 for this corner. Mm. Oh, I've got this fantastic black marble <laughs> table over here that's a metre by metre. You Never know, heard one word, table. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's, that, you're exactly right. Mm. He heard coffee table. So he's going to try and ha- make you happy by selling you a coffee table, but that's not what you exactly asked for. So mm. people sometimes don't, actively listen and as a business person you need to sit there and really listen to the client uh, listen to what they say Mm. if you need to have a notepad and just jot down little Mm. dot points of things that they've said Mm -hmm. so when you go back to okay you're after this this and this is that right and they go yeah but i want it with this twist or whatever Mm. so you can try and then tailor something for them because at the end of the day someone's hiring you to do a job, mm-hmm. right? And wedding photography is, can be a bit bespoke work, really, mm. because each wedding is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So each couple has that little extra bits and pieces they want. Mm-hmm. And as a creative, you can you can provide that bespoke mm. experience. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah. But again, you need to be all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And I think you've made a really good point about the active listening. And I think I feel that um, we need to actively listen a lot more yes and i know that oh, i do yes it, it, yeah. look to become an effective communicator you need to become an effective listener mm. you need to listen to the other person mm-hmm. get as much information from them as you possibly can mm. to help you communicate back to them what you can you can do or achieve for them that's right that's right and i i, I can talk from experience as well in the past where i've done collaborative shoots and i haven't effectively communicated yes. what would happen afterwards with Every, the everyone images. everyone's there bubbling away, i'm going to do this i'm going to provide yeah. this i'm going to do this and, absolutely and, and not everyone's actually listening to what the other person's actually going to provide mm-hmm. so when you get there you go but i told you terry you need a big table because i'm providing six Big vases of flowers. Yeah. But you've yeah. only bought a little table. Yeah. I told you that. Yeah, which is really embarrassing. Yeah, that's right. Really so, embarrassing. So so sometimes then 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 that causes friction mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's hard to come back from that from that point. It's mm. hard to recover then like how do we deal with this now? We've got to try and find somewhere else to put these flowers. Yeah. So that's one thing. Active listening is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is that when you're having that face to face 
is understanding those non-verbal cues. Mm. So everyone, when they talk or when they communicate something, people give out a lot of that verbal, non-verbal cues about how they are they looking at you? Are they mm. rolling their eyes in the back? <laughs> <laughs> Usually, when I talk to them, they are, do. <laughs> are they fumbling in their handbag? <laughs> Get me out of here, please! Phone ring now. <laughs> yeah. Make her shut up. <laughs> so, and the other thing, like I said, it's it's always important too to maintain eye contact. Mm. You know, talk to the person. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, and you know, and again, it's like I know these, some of these things sound incredibly simple, simple and basic. Mm. But sometimes you'll have the salesperson telling you something, but they're pointing over and going off in big detail, but they're not looking at you. So they're not actually knowing whether you're keeping up with what they're saying. Exactly. When you look at somebody and you're talking to them, you can actually tell whether Terry's keeping up. Now, mm. Terry, I want you to make this cake. You need to put in five eggs, three cups of flour, two cups of sugar, some caster sugar, oh, a pinch of um, baking soda. Mm. You got that? I'd have to write it down, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to be, you know, make sure that you bring people along with you yeah. that they understand what you're saying, mm. basically. Yeah. And I think with the the realms of getting information super fast yep. and doing things really fast in a panic, especially at the moment. We do have to slow things down. We when have to, commun- yeah. Communication is one of those things that can't be rushed sometimes. No. You can't rush through and... You know, do your spiel in because you've got 30 seconds to deliver it and you've got, you know, three minutes of content to deliver. And you That's you, exactly right. You've got to be able to get through all of everything you need to discuss. Yes. So everyone's on the same page and everyone's understanding exactly what each other's role is and what they're That's doing. That's exactly right. And I think at the moment, especially with, for an example, our COVID restrictions when it comes to weddings, that is becoming really challenging. Yes. And not necessarily in a bad way, but it means that we need to restructure the way that we do our job slightly yep. because of the social distancing rules and sadly group photography with people outside of their family households. So my shortfalling this week was not communicating effectively and quick enough. Yes what the restrictions were. And that's that's the thing too. Like sometimes sometimes when people are challenged with a, a difficult conversation They may avoid it. They may let mm-hmm. may let time Yes catch up. Yes. And 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 as time goes on the conversation becomes harder and harder yes. to have. Yes. So sometimes it's gotta you've got to get in that thing of okay, this I've got to deliver some bad news or I've got to Yeah. I've got to redirect these people because they're on the wrong path but I need to steer it's like a ship the longer it takes for you to turn the rudder the harder it is to turn the longer it. it's going to take you to turn yeah. it back on course yeah. if it's going off course yeah and that's what happens with, with conversations they get off course sometimes yes. and we have to steer them back yes yeah. yeah so I put my hand up for failing this week just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit mm. the other thing that's really important with understanding communication is dealing with different points of view mm. so so just because you, you know, you're going to have always when you're dealing with different people, there are going to be different points of view mm-hmm. from what you normally do as your workflow to what they may require. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to be able to do that. You have to be a compromise. Like yes. You have to better work out, okay, how do we work through this? Yes. How do we get, how do we all achieve that we're all at the end of this process, we're all happy, uh-huh. right, dealing with that? Yes. One of the other points is assertiveness and, and being assertive is not being super bossy, mm. but most people want someone to take control. Yes. Now, what I suppose 
the current let's let's look at the current climate in Australia with the COVID stuff. Yeah. What what everyone wants the leaders at the moment to do is to take control. Mm-hmm. We want them to be assertive. We don't mm. want them to. Oh well, if we if we maybe if we lock this down, or maybe if we don't <laughs> lock it down, or maybe if we do this, maybe we'll get by. What people are wanting to hear, and this is what you're hearing out of Victoria, people now are wanting to hear the plan. How are they going? How are they going to come out of all this stage four lockdown? Mm. So people want the leader to be assertive and mm-hmm. give them that information. So yes. don't want them. Don't want the person saying you will do this, you will do that. Not that type of thing. It's actually you know saying we need to you know we need to do this. Yes. And the reasons are we're doing this is because we're trying to achieve this. And if you do this, then we'll get to that point. Yes. So you need to be. You know, I like the teacher at the front of the classroom. Yes. Giving good direction and educating people and bringing people yes. along. So. Yes. I agree with you, and and please don't feel that it, like I do occasionally that your assertion can be misunderstood. Well, sometimes look, I, it, it's I think there's a there's a, a big, fine line, isn't there? No, but there's a big gender equality, right? When, oh, so much so. When when a when a when a man is assertive, he's conf- oh, he's such confident. When a female's assertive, oh, she's a bitch. Oh god, and that's yes. a really it's a bad stereotype. Yes, and, and it's a really difficult thing to overcome i mean yes. i know and look we've talked about it in previous podcasts where yes. someone will assume you're on a job you're the shooter and then you've got yes. a second shooter who's a male but that people will turn to the male and think that he's a, you're and you're the second shooter and he could communicate the same message yes but it will come across very differently yeah so we may a, use the same body so, language so we shouldn't have yeah. that we shouldn't be having that challenge where no. where gender is going to actually dictate that i think you have to work harder yeah to get your message across yeah because people tend not to listen like i know that i had a conversation with you the other day saying about my wife works in the business and mm. so and she's very knowledgeable mm-hmm. so someone will ask her a question she'll give them all the information they'll need and then they'll go okay then i'll get a phone call and say oh steve quite often <laughs> i've been sitting in the office and i've heard the conversation right and they've rung me on my mobile and i'll just debate them give them what deb said and say, you need to do this, this, and this, because, oh, okay, thanks very much. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, because I've delivered it, mm. I've changed nothing in the delivery, mm-hmm. but my male voice has delivered it, and all of a sudden now it's 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 gospel. Yes, I've experienced a very similar thing in retail. Yes. Yeah. And it is. It's sad, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's just, you know, it frustrates me to see people in that situation where they Got to cut. You've got to cut through that. It's an extra challenge. It's an extra mm. layer that you've got to deal with. Mm. So mm. it's hard. It's yeah. Hard. The other thing is, especially when you're doing the um, when you're doing the face to face, is a positive body language. Mm. You know, and that's really important that you to be an effective communicator. That your your body language. You know, if you're sitting in the chair, you're not slumping back. Mm. You're keeping. You know, leaning into the person. So, mm. like, I'm interested to hear what Terry, yeah. what you're saying, Terry. I'm really kind of want to. Yeah, you know, that's why we catch up because you listen to me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. So that positive body language is is again, it's just another really important part of the communication mm. chain because communication, we just pick up so many little cues. Yes. You know, we talked about um, in a previous podcast, we talked about looking professional as a photographer. Yes. And again, that was about people look at the cues of your car, your yes. uniform, your gear. Yes. People pick up all these little cues from that information 
that you present them Mm -hmm. and then they'll make a decision on how professional they think you are or not. Mm. Mm. So, again, the communication is exactly the same. You need to have all the the right things happening in that that area. Yeah, that's exactly right. I agree. The other thing which is really important when you're in that one-on-one scenario and, you know, it's kind of like now we've got a – a valid reason to deal deal with it is is just re- being respectful of people's space. Mm. You know, sometimes in the past you'd have that person who would come up to you at, at a, you might be wherever it is, might be at a conference or something, and someone will come right up to you mm. and say, start talking directly into your face, and you're I going, find that quite intimidating. It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it is intimidating. So you would be mindful of people's, respecting people's personal space. Yes. So you've got to be sometimes, you know, get to a, um, comfortable distance, so you yes. can you can be that, but not jumping on top of people. Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, COVID has made changed. I mean, yeah, you know, we've lost the handshakes. We've lost a lot of that oh, going gosh, in. I miss a handshake. Well, <laughs> it is because again, it the handshakes are part of the communication process. Because if you you know what would happen quite often after a business discussion with a client is you'll mm. shake hands and you'll part company. That's right. And that action of shaking hands. Is, the shake of hands is kind of a contract. That's right. You're validating. You're validating that what you're about to enter into. Yes. With that handshake. Yes, that's correct. So we've lost that. So we got to. We now have to try and do it some type of digital handshake, or, or we've got to do something that will give us, I suppose, acknowledgement that people are actually engaging. Everyone. And everyone's happy and everyone's yeah. firing and everyone knows what they're doing and what their roles are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, we talked about. And again, it's one of those hard things. Is and, and I think uh, with copyright for photographers, especially when you're doing paid work for clients, mm. that's a part where you do have to really effectively communicate mm. what what the rules are as, or what your requirements around copyright are, mm. because you've had the situation where people have just you know shared images willy nilly, mm. and that's not always great because you lose control very quickly. Mm. Mm. So. But again, it's kind of like having that upfront communication. And I think look, some people worry about using strong communication because they mm. fear that they're going to actually upset somebody. And I'm definitely one of those people. Yes. Yes. So you've got to you've got to walk that line of it's got to be fair for you. It's not business is a two way street. That's right. Right. Everyone has to mutually benefit from the arrangement. Mm-hmm. If somebody benefits way more than the other person. That's like a you know a cartel. It's like a unfair playing field where where you're um, putting everything out. Yes, but you're receiving very little back in yes. return. Yes, which can be a really unfortunate place to find yourself in. A very frustrating place. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's what I said. So, but again, having an effective communications plan, mm. and then having some way to validate that, like to check to do like a checklist. So. The final, you know, before blast off, to go back in and just re, re go over some of the key points. Yes. Just to just to make sure that everyone's remember because again, to especially if you're dealing with clients, say if, if it's a wedding, it's quite an exciting time, but it's also quite a stressful time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they're dealing with a lot of different decisions and things are changing. And yes, and at the moment with the COVID, thing, oh yes, it, it's it's a whole playing field where where people are now having to deal with a whole lot of other 
challenges mm. where they not, may not be able to get the venue they wanted. Mm-hmm. They may not be able to get the... Photographs they wanted. Yes, go to those locations. There's lots of restrictions around things. So, so, yeah. so again, it's... again. It, it's it's trying to help people, guide people through that as well. Yeah, and still provide them with a beautiful experience where you don't feel like such an ogre. Yes, Which yes. is really tough. Well, a part of being professional is actually being able to give people all the information they need to make mm. whatever they're approaching and whatever you're photographing to make it a success. That it's, mm. that it's going to be go off, you know, without a hitch and they're going to end up with these great images Great memories. That's right. You know, and, and that type of stuff. And yeah. It is a challenge, but like I said, we we just all need to get better. I mean, and it doesn't matter how long you've been in business, your communication, because of the way we communicate, has changed. So just because you were an effective communicator 10 years ago using mm. the platforms now, you have to keep adapting. Yeah, and that's that's where I found myself actually. I've been doing a little bit of a business audit over the last few weeks and communication is definitely my shortfalling at this point, unfortunately. Yes. yes. I'll put my hand up. There's no worries. I'd love to learn how to communicate more effectively. Yep. Well, the best, the people, the most successful people, firstly and foremost, they're great communicators. Mm. If you have a look at some of the mega successful people around the world, mm. you know, the Richard Bransons, the, the people like that, mm. um, you hear them speak. And that's why they get a lot of gigs doing, you know, keynote, mm, keynote speaking. Exactly. Because they've been successful because they've been able to communicate. They've been able to convey their ideas. Yes. And they've been able to bring people along with them because, yes. I mean, that's what you have to be able to do. You have to be able to get yeah. the other people on board with yeah. you and, and bring them along for that ride. Absolutely. And not to sound like a little bit of a crazy person or anything like that, which doesn't usually happen, but, you know, part of, part of the inability to communicate effectively can potentially come from fear. Yes. It, it can come from that fear-based place where it's like, how are they going to receive this information? Are they going to think that I'm, a, you know, an ogre for, yep. for requesting these things or just, you know, kind of doing the right thing by yourself? So there is, there's lots of reasons why we don't communicate effectively, but I think the main idea is to just get better at it. Yes. And just to, improve. Just to practice. And look, yeah. there's, there's lots of programs, there's lots of things you can do and there's a lot of good, really good YouTube clips and stuff. You can mm. watch people share tips about having effective communicators. You know, there's tips and stuff and it's definitely, mm. you know, trying to, some people have trouble retaining information. Mm. And I know some of the, sometimes if you meet people in a, kind of, I suppose, group situation is mm-hmm. a lot of people are challenged to remember people's names. I'm one of those people. Yeah, and, and yeah. yeah, so so there is techniques you can do where you when you meet someone, yes. you do name association yes. with that person. So you try and, you know, associate their name with something. So then when you come back to talk to them, you can remember, oh, hi, Rick, how you go? I remember we were, yeah. we were speaking a half an hour ago. You were telling me about the great portrait shoot you did. Yes. You know, that type of yes. stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's that's kind of, again... A part of being an effective communicator is is having a few tricks up your sleeve yes. to be able to retain yes. that stuff. So. And names for me are quite difficult. I don't know if I've spoken about it before, but I do suffer from a little bit of like learning. Yeah, yeah, and look, disabilities. We, we, and we, we, we all do. We to all be honest. we all have. Nobody learns the same. Mm-hmm. We all learn differently. Exactly. And we all, and that's why communication is so important. Because yes. What you understand really easy someone else doesn't understand yes, and vice versa. So you've got to try, that's what I'm saying. And that's, yeah. and that's why it's important to try to, when, you, when you're doing visual, like that visual communication one-on-one, yeah. you're trying to 
understand that person and yes. understand their level of how much they how they need to see it because sometimes mm. you'll be explaining something to them but then you'll pull out a photograph and say oh we're going to do this and they but it go, could be completely different to what they imagined that's or what they pictured oh, i didn't i didn't didn't think it was going to be like yeah. that so yeah. sometimes sometimes it's good to have some other examples examples <laughs> stuff stuff that you can drag yeah, out yeah. to help that communicate. And that's a really good point. One thing I'm starting to really understand is that people have different languages that they use. We might speak the same language, but our language terms oh. and how we use it are completely different. They're so individual. Yes, yes. That um, getting confirmation that they understand what you're saying or you understand what they're saying, giving yep. them confirmation, I think they're really valid points yep. when and it look, comes to and this. Look, and look, sometimes something that's really important to you that you you know you hold as a kind of a core value that you don't not everyone shares your same core values so their core value could be polar opposite to your core value in some area so you have to be understanding of that as well yes yeah and it's it's all about putting yourself in the other person's position yep you know the Stephen Covey kind of put think win-win think you know yeah put put yourself in their shoes kind of thing yeah is a really valuable technique to use where you do actually shift your point of view and actually try and see it from a different perspective. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, look, Terry, I think everyone out there who's um, doing photography as a business mm. or even if they're doing photography as a hobby and they're, you know, communicating with models mm. and again mm. or, or, or with clients, that's it's an area where you can improve your photography mm-hmm. by being a more effective communicator. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yes. Great chat. Yeah, good chat. All right. Catch <laughs> you next, next time. time. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.